0: it became one of the uh, top ten musics or one of the top ten albums of that time. And they, you know, the youth were, I mean for them, jo- the Beatles were the most attractive personalities. Whatever the Beatles did, that was accepted by the whole, uh, most of the youth of the world at the time. Mm-hmm. So and in that, <clears throat> in that album, uh, especially that song, My Sweet Lord, uh, George Harrison chanted the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Mm-hmm. So that is how it started and when it started to flourish like that in London, Prabhupada sent Tamal Krishna Maharaj to launch the book distribution there. because Tamal Krishna Maharaj was one of the (coughs) most dynamic leaders of our movement at that time. And Tamal Krishna Maharaj went and he started to uh, organize the movement in London. Then he went to Paris, then he went to Germany. And this is how uh, he actually gave a wonderful dynamism, wonderful momentum to this movement and (coughs) then Prabhupada also, then Prabhupada went to India with a group of American devotees. In India Prabhupada didn't get any response when he was there. Nobody was interested to listen to him. But this time when Prabhupada went with his American disciples, then the Indians thought, yeah, this must be something. Uh, like, and they kind of uh, started to give a response. And our movement started to grow. But at the same time in India, uh, I remember, there was a lot of misconceptions also. Uh, like, uh, till quite late, I mean, even in early eighties, people in India often thought that Iskon devotees are CIA agents. So much so, even the government was uh, quite apprehensive about our movement, like thinking that we are CIAs. Sometimes people would come and ask Srila Prabhupada, uh, mainly the newspaper reporters. They would ask Srila Prabhupada, Do you think, I mean, what, do you, what is your response to this concept that your devotees are CIA agents? I remember in one time Prabhupada's response was, If the CIAs want to come to India and do their job, why they will come and stay as a Hare Krishna devotee? Where it attracts everybody's attention. Uh, Your shaved head, uh, saffron robed. Uh, and on top of that the which CIA will get up at 4 o'clock in the morning
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: to, attend, to attend the Mangal Aratik. Which CIA will abstain from meat-eating, intoxication, illicit sex and gambling? And he said that the CIA agents will come, stay in big big hotels uh, and operate through uh, big big people, right? paying them money. Uh, That is how they are going to work. Why the CIA would come to work in this way? So Prabhupada's response was very very clear in that respect. And as Chandrasekhar was pointing out, like once in Calcutta, there was a big religious gathering and it was a very big religious gathering, many many religious leaders assembled there and we were invited also and I was representing Iskon. and in course of my speech, I told them, I declared that there is <clears throat> a mis- there is a concept that we, the devotees of Iskon, are CIA agents nobody really expected that it was everybody was silent with uh, apprehension and then i mentioned that yes we are (coughs) cia and then i told them that cia stands for chaitanya's international agency. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, from that silence, all of a sudden, they just became completely, you know, there was a a huge uproar and people just started to uh, express their excited appreciation. So that was, that is how it was like those days. Of course uh, in course of time that misconception has been removed and people got to know what ISKCON actually stands for. So, <coughs> so this is how it's move- our movement is uh, progressing forward, it's a wonderful arrangement. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give the greatest spiritual gift. People generally aspire for liberation. But this process, Krishna consciousness movement actually gives. It's a something that is beyond liberation. In simple words I can say, liberation means becoming free from the bondage of this material nature. Like, like in a prison, a prisoner wants to go out of the prison to become free. So material, if the material nature is compared to a prison house, then Getting out of this material nature is like uh, freedom or liberation. But the question is when you get out of the prison then what do you do? You have to do something. Just getting out of the prison is not uh, everything. Then you have to do something. Now if you get an opportunity that if you when you go out of the prison You can go straight into the palace of the king and be with the king. Isn't that the most wonderful accomplishment? Not only just getting out of the prison but living with the king. So that is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave. Now the other consideration here is that a prisoner when he surrenders to the king then what happens? If a prisoner writes to the king, I'm sorry for all the mistakes I made. From now on I will never break your law i will be completely obedient to you and I, all i want is to serve you then how will the king feel or how will the king respond on the king report to the prison authorities and tell them that this prisoner has written a letter to me like that so please watch him carefully and see uh, how he behaves. And the prison authorities uh, start to watch him, and they start to report to the king hmm, that, "Oh, yeah, he has really become submissive. He really become obedient." So then all the king say that, okay, don't treat him like a prisoner. Give him all the facilities. Uh. Now, although he is dressed as a prisoner, but he is not treated like a prisoner, then the king tells them, tells the prison authority, that put him up as a role model uh, so that he can tell other prisoners uh, what is the benefit uh, when one surrenders to the king what benefit one will derive when one surrenders to the king. So this prisoner starts to tell all the other prisoners that look, this is what I did and this is what has happened to me. Uh, So why don't you also do that? Uh, So then the prisoner the king writes to the prison authorities that look I need some servant I need some uh, good servant to serve me so please send him to my palace uh, to be with me and serve me here so then what happens Uh, he is taken to the king's palace and he lives with the king serving him there now, <clears throat> who is the king in our, this context? Oh. Krishna. What's the prison house? Oh. This material nature. Uh. And who are the prison authorities? Mayadevi. Yes, Devi. Good. Devi and the demigods. Uh, they are actually taking care of the affairs of this. They are all kings, uh, Krishna's agents. So when they see that we are becoming submissive to Krishna, uh, then won't they report to Krishna hmm? and here they don't even have to report to Krishna Krishna knows everything he is omnipotent he is omniscient he is situ- situated in everyone's heart so whatever is going on in our hearts he knows so the moment we surrender to him uh, he reciprocates and then, huh? like, he wants us to become his agents here. Although like, apparently like prisoners. Huh? But what becomes our business? Huh? Go and speak about Krishna. Huh? Tell everybody. Why don't you surrender to Krishna? Why are you suffering? Just surrender to Krishna and all your sufferings will be over. So uh, he starts to preach and the more he preaches the more Krishna becomes delighted and then one fine morning Krishna tells Krishna sends uh, a vehicle with his agents and says okay now you can come to me Uh, and then where do the vehicle take us? So this is the gift that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give and this is the gift that Srila Prabhupada has distributed all over the world and that's why in this remote corner of this world in New Jersey (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we all are here. Discussing about this wonderful gift that Śrīla Prabhupāda gave to us. And we are getting an opportunity. And as as I mentioned, when one surrenders to the king, although he is in the prison house, will he be treated as a prisoner? No, although he is in a prison house, he is free. He doesn't want to get out of the prison. Uh, But because he is serving the king He is treated as a uh, As an agent of the king And just like In a prison house The employees of the king Like the prison warden And other people Those who are serving the king in the prison Although they are in the prison house But they are not prisoners They are free So that's why that one, when one accepts Krishna consciousness, he automatically becomes liberated. When one becomes engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is automatically free, becomes free from the bondage of the material world. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare. All Hare. glory to Prabhupada. Oh, Does anybody have any question? Day how we can
1: engage
0: Very good question, very practical question that in our day-to-day life when we are so much engaged in our activities outside, how should we maintain our spiritual life? You see spiritual life means doing everything for Krishna. And in that respect Prabhupada said, dovetailing whatever you're doing for Krishna. Whatever you're doing, just do it for Krishna. Right? Say, as a householder, you have to live in a house. You have to have a household situation. Now generally, one thinks that it is his house. Right? But just make this into Krishna's house. It's not your house. It's Krishna's house. And to maintain this house, you will need money. So when you are going out to earn your money, since you are earning this money to maintain Krishna's house, this job that you are doing to earn money is not a material activity. It becomes spiritual. Right? Because you are doing it for Krishna. The family that lives in the house is not your family. Consider them to be Krishna's family, Krishna's devotees. And you are simply trying to maintain them. So this is how (laughs) Just dovetail whatever you're doing for the sake of Krishna. Okay. So, you know, otherwise, you know, the other course will naturally be live home, live everything, go to the forest or go to a temple. But that's not going to be practical for everyone. Especially those who are householders. Therefore the householders have to find an appropriate situation in this way. And in Prabhupada's words, just dovetail everything that you are doing for Krishna. Dovetail it for Krishna. And in this respect Prabhupada also makes a point. What's the difference between material and spiritual? huh was krishna
1: is in the center
0: very good uh, when krishna is in the center then it is and when is mater- and what makes it material when we put ourselves in the center huh? so it's just a matter of shifting uh, the consciousness shift. not for me but for krishna So now let's look at it this way. How does it look like? This house is? This family is? The money that I am making? Krishna. So in a simple way we can just make it make it spiritualized. Okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So again, uh, another question comes along with that: that in the morning I may think that way, but in course of the day, when I am involved in different activities and different surroundings, then my attitude and my consciousness changes. Uh, The response will be just tolerate it. (laughs) Tolerate it. It may be difficult, but what to do? People around you may not understand that. They may subject you to various kinds of difficulties and inconveniences. Just tolerate that and try as much as try your best to make things as Krishna conscious as possible. Like, okay, in simple words I can say that, okay, during the day you're going through different phases, different activities, different uh, involvements. But if you, at the end of the month, when you get the money, that is the result of your month's activity. And when that money is engaged in maintaining Krishna's house and Krishna's family, then it is spiritualized. Although your activities throughout the month may apparently look like material activities, but the end justifies the means. Hmm. Yes? Yeah. Hare
1: Krishna. Added to that, my uh, that it is we are, we are here from a few years, like for me it is not that. All the time, in society, even in the consciousness, when If I am having vacation, I am in India, I, my chanting levels will be very high, my start time will be very good as I don't come across the mundane to of people work or in a place of Why are we even working like this? And I'll be frank here, this is that. For three people, do so we need to see? Right.
0: Yeah.
1: We are uh, into the cycle. Even if you say that this is for Krishna, for all purpose, we host some this kind of uh, programs once a year. Hmm. And <coughs> the point is, as we say that we want to go back to Krishna, but we are not seeing this in a way. We are saying that, I, I want to earn money for Krishna, but it
0: is not for Krishna, earning for American money. Not American government, from the American government. <laughs> from? Not from,
1: are not earning. Whatever you
0: Okay, <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean, let's not get into that, I will say. Rather, I will say, you are. No, no, listen, listen. You are in America, right? You are in America, you are in a certain situation and the point is to how to dovetail this situation. You got yourself into it. Now if you want then quit America, go to India, live in a forest or live in a village. (laughs) That is another thing but how many of you are going to do that? How many of you are capable of doing that? On the other hand, try to also understand another thing. There's a need to be in America. To spread, to spread Krishna consciousness, there's a need to be in America. I have seen many families admitted that if they were in India, they could become Krishna conscious. By coming, because they are in America, they could accept this process. So the thing is that why we are doing that, why we are living in such a big house. You know, I mean, let it, leave it up to the individuals, you know. Okay, let's put it this way. When I got the house, I didn't think of Krishna. When I got the house, I was thinking that I want to live in a big house. I can afford it, let me get a big house. I am earning so much money, I can very well afford it. So let me get this house. But then, now that I have become Krishna conscious, let me dovetail this concept. Now I got the house. Uh, So let us live in that house. But let's utilize this facility for Krishna service. Right? That is the point of, that's, that's how I was trying to just, you know, point out that to dovetail it. I would say, let's leave it up to them. Yeah, they are intelligent individuals. When they realize it happens, I mean, as a matter of fact, today only I was talking to somebody. Yeah. Like yes, he was stressed out, and you know, na- natural, you know, like when he asked me for his for my advice, my natural thing was why spend so much money in living such a big house? Simplify your lifestyle. Go to. A less expensive house you know but the thing is right at the outset if we say that don't do this or you know like then I will say that it's not fair at least I feel it's not fair you are an intelligent person you decide for yourself and instead of me just going out of my way and telling you how you should lead your life when you come to me for advice, when you're open to take listen to me, then I can tell you, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And do that. You get my point? Huh? Say, so how will you feel if I come to your house and start telling you, why are you living in such a big house? <laughs> why don't you simplify your lifestyle? <laughs> You don't actually have to earn so much money working so hard from morning till night. Rather, you know, rather win your confidence in such a way that you will come to me and ask me what I should do. And when you are receptive to listen to me, then my words will have more effect and more relevance. Okay. And the you know, the bottom line is, you know, all of you who came to America came here to have a good life. Isn't it? Now that you have become Krishna conscious, maybe that you started to think in a different way. But when you came to America, the idea was, you know, (laughs) let's enjoy our life in America. Everybody came to America to enjoy, not to suffer. But of course, then you get to know that Krishna consciousness gives us a higher enjoyment. Then this enjoyment becomes insignificant. But at the same time, whatever comes, you accept it as Krishna's mercy and use it in Krishna's service. Yes, you have a question? Somebody have a... Okay. So is it good to let the mind go away from the chanting? So if it is not, then what should you do? Bring it back. So the moment you see that the mind is running here and there, make it a point to bring it back. But Something what is missing? That I don't know, but I feel something in the you don't feel the satisfaction. Ah, so that's why while you are chanting, chant attentively. Attentive chanting means when you are chanting, hear. Make it, let all your consciousness be in the sound vibration. Hear what you are chanting. So this is Shavanam, Kirtanam. And from the Shavanam and Kirtanam, naturally, Smaranam will develop. Remembrance. So this is how gradually it will happen. You see, mind is, like in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna himself is, ad- Arjuna himself is admitting that mind is very fickle, chanchala hi mana krishna, mm. pramati, wild, balavat, very strong, mm. Balavat rinam, tasya haṁ nigrahaṁ manne, bāyareva sudushkaram. Controlling the mind is as difficult as controlling the wind. Hmm. It is difficult, yes. But what is Krishna's response? Hmm. Whatever you are saying, Arjuna is correct. But do it by proper practice. Abhāsena tukumteya vairāgyena chakrihati. So follow the process, follow the process, the result will be there. When you take the medicine, the medicine works and you become cured. So similarly by chanting, the effect will be there. It's like a medicine. It will work. Keep on chanting. It will work. Okay so huh, try to try to feel happy all the time <laughs> <laughs> by attentive chanting Thank you yes yeah.
1: put in this position for purpose why can't we accept the things what
0: we yeah if you read Prabhupada's books if you read books carefully then you'll find that's what proper is saying in my lecture also I mentioned that devotee doesn't separately aspire for liberation because devotee is already liberated and I give the example that a prisoner, when he starts to serve the king, isn't he already liberated? And that's the situation of a devotee. Where did you find a devotee saying, that I, I want liberation? Only at a neophyte stage one will say that. In an advanced stage he will never say that. Because he knows that he's already liberated. A person who is already liberated, why should he aspire for liberation separately? Rather he will be engaged in serving the Lord. And that's what the devotee is concerned about, how to serve and that's how he derives his pleasure. Yes. <coughs> Well, (coughs) at a critical moment, you become more serious mm-hmm. so trying to feel that urgency and critical situation all the time then only and so another consideration is that we can chant out of fear but we can also chant out of love So fear, chanting out of fear or surrendering to Krishna out of fear is the initial stage, the preliminary stage. But at an advanced stage it's love. Therefore the most important consideration should be how to develop our love for Krishna. And it is also important to always consider or uh, frequently consider if death comes now what am I going to do? like just you know at that time you faced it because you you know the situation (laughs) forced you to but you can voluntarily do that right like if death comes now what am I going to do? right am I going to look back? If I look back, meaning if I look at my attachments, no matter how strong it is, uh, I have to come back again. Therefore, make it a point when that time comes, I'm not going to look back. I'm just going to look forward, look towards Krishna. Uh, and the world, life will go on. Life will. Everyone's life will go on. There is a saying, that the graveyard is full of indispensable personalities. (laughs) The world, no no one in this world is indispensable. Life goes on, no matter how important we may be, when we die. The world may feel some loss for only for the time being, but life goes on. The world goes on rather. So therefore, there is no need to think what will happen to them when I'm not here. And, you know, in order to make us understand that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannas at the age of 24 living a 16-year-old wife and about 60-years-old mother alone in the house. Just to teach us that when it comes to serving Krishna, when it's a matter of going to Krishna, don't worry about anybody. Krishna will take care. So I know as parents, as husband, you naturally feel what will happen to my children, Uh, what will happen to my wife. But the reality is that everyone came with his own destiny and everyone will go through his or her destiny and Krishna takes care of everybody. So that's why the intelligent thing to do is just develop our attachment. Develop your attachment to Krishna. Hmm. Develop your attachment to Krishna and have complete faith. He will take care. Huh? And that's why my family is not my family, it's Krishna's family. Let him take care. <laughs> right? <laughs> And my role is, I am simply a servant of Krishna. So, my business is simply to serve him. And then only our life becomes perfect. <laughs> yes? How do we differentiate whether we are really detached from family
1: and attached to Krishna? How do we know whether we are ignoring or whether we are active? With the thinking
0: detachment, how do we differentiate Well, you see, there is no need to artificially do anything. Right? Develop your attachments. Yeah. Hmm? Like as a mother, you'll naturally be attached to your child. But consider that this child is Krishna's property. You are a custodian. Right? Krishna kept the child, put the child in your custody. And you take care of the child uh, as Krishna's property. Consider that this is Krishna's child and you are Krishna's maidservant. (laughs) So just as a maidservant develops the attachment to the master's children, similarly you try to develop your attachment to your children, Krishna's children. right? Krishna put you in this situation. So play the role accordingly.
1: If something happens, <laughs> for example, Prabhu was telling that like, when was in a time he was a family, so that's that's a sign of attachment. So, like, Another thing would be like in a place like, remembering Krishna, like being detached from the family remembering Krishna, how do we know like
0: I would rather say at a time like that you know one should think that well the plane may crash and if it crashes then that will be the end now what am I going to do at this time what I have been practicing all throughout my life now the time has come to face the situation that I have been practicing all this while to remember Krishna at that time and whatever Krishna wants if he wants to protect me, fine but if Krishna wants me to go that's also fine but let me go let me leave this body remembering Krishna uh, then only our life will be successful. All right. Hare Krishna. Yes. Feel happy that new people are coming. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And more newer people are coming. At least the temple is not empty. (laughs) And so many things could happen. Many people may have may may have gone to different other places. Some people after a while may think that, well, let me practice Krishna consciousness at home. It happens. And some people may even give up Krishna consciousness and go away. Now when you find out that somebody has gone away, then make an effort to bring him back. Right? It would be wonderful if no one left the temple, everyone became completely involved, then, they would, then the number would have been increasing more and more. But it happens, what can be done, like it's a, you know, it's a common phenomena and, but the thing is, one thing you can rest assured, that those who have got the taste of Krishna consciousness, they'll never be able to give it up. Uh, They may even go away for the time being, but they'll come back. Yes, I agree. In material
1: world we get married and then we get kids. So isn't it in some point of time we will please that why did we bring another school with this uh world? When the God has set the example of
0: getting married and then commission, the God also clear from some home. Yeah. So, no, why should you feel guilty? I would say you should rejoice that you gave a spirit soul a wonderful opportunity to get the human form of life, uh, which is providing him the opportunity to become Krishna conscious. And human form of life is so rare. Therefore, in the, in the Indian culture, uh, at least in my childhood I have seen the elders used to bless the young women that become the mother of hundred children <laughs> so, uh, so that is you know because the human form of life is so rare so when one gets when a spirit soul gets the opportunity to get a human body I mean it's a wonderful all. Thank you. Hi, Krishna. Sir, two questions. First question is, I would like to know the meaning of your name, Charu, and the second one is, is that the precious thing you can have is cherry song? Okay. Uh, okay, first of all, first question. The meaning of the name Bhakti, Charu. Bhakti means devotion. Charu means beautiful saying <laughs> Maybe it means one who is beautiful in his devotion. <laughs> and one of the most memorable moments as you asked, there are many, but as you are telling, the one that came to my mind immediately was in one of my first meetings. Not the first meeting, but you know, one of the early meetings with Śrīla Prabhupāda. Prabhupāda just told me, Just offer this life to Krishna. He started off like that. Just offer this life to Krishna. For so many lifetimes you have been trying to enjoy. And you can see that you are still not satisfied. So offer this life to Krishna and see what happens and then at the end, Prabhupada spoke for a long time and then at the end Prabhupada told me even if nothing happens, what's the loss? It's just one lifetime out of so many. (laughs) (laughs) So just offer this life to Krishna and see what happens. So And yeah, that is the most important consideration. Like, now that this life we came in contact with Krishna Consciousness, let's offer that life to Krishna. And you can't go wrong. Thank you.
1: Yes? In a couple, if one of the person is moving fast, the other person is really insecure, how should the other person think? If the other person goes whatever the...
0: The one who is moving faster.
1: Is right. He's correct. We read of things
0: It's all wonderful. Fly. In a how should, who should feel how? The one who is more advanced or in progressing more fast? the one who is less advanced. Yeah, why should he feel insecure? He should feel okay. Let me beat her in this game. Right? And let there be competition between two of them. Alright? But uh, that's why the one who is less advanced, that's not a problem. The problem is with the one who is more advanced. He or she has the responsibility to bring that other person and help him to progress. If necessary, like provide him with all the inspirations. Okay, I mean, I mean, if you're talking about yourself, then I'll say you're too young to think about Vanaprastha. Let the children grow up, and then you think about it. First, you make them. That's
1: what I, want to that course. Yeah. It's not. i
0: You know, as a mother, you have the responsibility towards your children. As a father, also. Like both father and mother have the responsibility to bring up the children. And so that therefore in ISKCON we have this standard. You see if somebody wants to take sanna then the children must be on their feet and wife must be secured. So that is the responsibility one has. Right. Whether you are at home or whether you are in the forest, doesn't matter. What really matters is how earnestly you are serving Krishna. Right? And Krishna's service can also be in bringing up your children. As I said, when you see that they are not your children, they are Krishna's children and you are taking care of them right then it's a service to krishna okay